following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. show with ron russell bringing you the best in music fashion pop culture and entertainment what's up everybody happy wednesday jimmy star show day before we get started you guys can join us in the chat room i'm dr jimmy star in the chat room hello everybody in the chat room and uh, you can hit the itv button at the top of your screen you can see us waving before we get started let me introduce my cool outrageous man about town co-host mr ron russell hey everybody i'm so happy still happy Still sort of hungover happy from having dinner with Lainey Kazan, which we'll talk about in a little while. Very, very fun night. Great show. And we want to introduce the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hola. Hola. I like that. Chad, in the guest in the chat room, there's somebody and their name is Guest, the greatest engineer. Is that you? Um, yes, it is. <laughs> meanwhile. <laughs> I love it. Meanwhile, a little, a little on-the-spot dirt. Chad just called for his lunch. <clears throat> but I couldn't get it, of course. And the guy that answered the phone obviously has poor English. <laughs> and Chad gave the phone number about 50 times. I was cracking up. I couldn't breathe. And then the guy, just say something. What number is the number? And Chad kept saying, two, two. He said, oh, two, you, two. Two, two, what? Two, you, two. And Chad said, no, no. Two, 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 two. One, two. So the guy said, okay, I try again. I guess Chad heard the button. And Chad said, no, you hit one. Oh, I know, hit two. <laughs> So Chad threw, hung up, up and he threw the phone across I the desk. Up. He's like, I, I give mean, up. really, you know, I mean, learn English, folks, if you're here. Not it's everybody fun. speaks Spanish. I mean, I don't. That's great. What kind of restaurant was that? Was it yeah, a Spanish well, restaurant? It was an Italian restaurant. Oh, an Italian <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded like a Mexican but restaurant. But the guy was an Italian. Nope. No, I know an Italian accent. I yeah. lived in Italy. That was hilarious. No, that was definitely a Hispanic, possibly Mexican, I think I heard. But That's it was hilarious. funny. Oh, don't you? Uh, you want two? I hit no, I hit two. I hit one. I hit two. You know. What's up, everybody? So anyway, we want to welcome everybody in the chat room. We're having a lot of fun in the studio with Chad. If you, if you're watching us on TV, you see Ron and I in our like pastel, summery Florida colors because Florida the drag rigs. Because the the it's beautiful. The weather's beautiful. It's not so beautiful. anybody, he's full of baloney. He's looking it's like locals. Sixty-seven, and I was in the pool this morning in the diarrhea pool. Uh-oh. I was in the pool this morning, and I got out, and my I got goosebumps. It was cold. I laid in the sun. It was nice. I got a little bit of color, not too much. Because I don't like to but abuse we want, my skin in the sun. But for all of you in the freezing temperatures, we 
are waving hi and wish you could oh, be here. You know what? <laughs> I wish I was back home with the snow. I know you all think I'm crazy, but I love snow and I love my boots and I love my coats, all my beautiful winter clothes. I love going out in that crap and then coming home, putting on a fire, and Jimmy and I just lay in our great big lounge and we read or we just talk and it's so cozy and romantic and beautiful. Um, summertime is very open windows, everything is bright. You don't really feel cuddly and snuggly. But when it's cold, you know, like the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. That, that lyric tells all of it. I love that song. It. I like the yeah. Barry Manilow version. Well, no, the, the original was Esther Williams or Ricardo Montalbán from the movie. Oh, I like Ricardo Montalbán. Yeah, well, that was from the movie Neptune's Daughter. No, it wasn't Neptune's Daughter. I don't remember. But if anybody out there remembers, tell me. Now that we're talking about stars, let me go right into it. Again, I don't like to say things I don't mean. So with the heart of hearts, I'm telling you, please go see this show that we saw with Lainey Kazan. The cast keeps changing no matter where it goes. And the name of the show is, I forgot your Celebrity name. Autobiography. <clears throat> Celebrity Autobiographies. Five stars stand on the stage. There's no sets. There's nothing. All they do is read to you the quotes that famous star wrote in their autobiographies. Hilarious. I was hysterical. Of course, Lainey Kazan, she did Barbara Streisand, who is her arch enemy. And the way Lainey did it, she crossed her eyes and moved her fingers like Barbara and was hysterically funny. The whole cast was brilliant. The stuff that Dana Ross said was a goof. I mean, these celebrities are so stupid when they write their autobiographies, and the people that write with them probably think this is ha-ha-ha funny stuff. All it does is make the star look stupid. And you've got to go see the show. It is hilarious. It was very, very funny. It was a lot of fun. It was like a Tony Award award-winning mm-hmm. like uh, Broadway guy who's been in a ton of films and stuff in it, and he was great. Yeah, next week I'll have a list of the stars, that were, but they're not going to be in it again. Yeah, they changed so- all the time if you're in New York they do it once a month in New York and they're getting ready to do it with Deborah Harry from Blondie in it yeah I think when I go up to New York I'm going to go with some friends and I'm going to see it again because it changes they also change the books so the show was never the same when I see it in New York, they probably won't do the same autobiographies that they did when Jimmy and I saw it. Anyway, it was wonderful. And afterwards, we went in the green room. And then from the green room, I went into Lainey uh, Kazan's dressing room. And we hugged and kissed. And it was so good to see my friend again. I just love her so much. And um, I was so sad to see that she had broken her leg in three places. And she had a cane. And she could barely walk. I said, Lainey, you were amazing on the stage. No one knew. She said, honey, I was in big pain. But, you know, the show goes on. I said, but you were walking beautifully, and now you can barely walk. And then she gave me a big, big shopping bag with all her shoes and stuff in it. She said, help me out to the car. Jimmy went out and got the car and brought it around front. And Perry Winkler, Jimmy and myself... And Lainey, we drove to the only place open, which was the Cheesecake Factory in that adorable little town, that new city they built in Palm Beach. What is it called? It's not new anymore. City Place in city Palm Pla- Beach. Well, I've never been. In downtown. C- city Place is absolutely gorgeous. If ever you're in the Palm Springs area. Palm go- Beach. Palm Beach area. What did I say? Palm Springs? Yeah. I have Palm Springs on my mind. To all my friends out in Palm Springs, I miss you people. I love you guys so much. Anyway, um... It's a good show. So we went to, to dinner, and we had the best time with Lainey. She's got a fabulous sense of humor. And the four of us were like magpies. We never stopped talking and laughing, reminiscing, talking about Shelley Winters, our good friend, talking about Barbara Streisand, talking about All kinds of just stuff. so many celebrities. I got the dirt on what's going on in Hollywood. Of course, I can't repeat half of it because it was inside stuff, and we don't like to you know, squeal on our fellow actors. 
Then we drove Lainey where she was staying, on the island of Palm Beach, in a multi-gazillion dollar mansion on the ocean. Lainey was in the guest house. The guest house was huge. I would live in the guest house forever. (laughs) I would live in that guest house in a second. It was a long driveway, and we're driving past the mansion, and you go up this beautiful lane to the guest house. Anyway, it was wonderful seeing Lainey, and I can't wait to get out to L.A. and spend more time with her. I threw some things at her, her way, that we would like to do together is to work together, possibly produce a show on uh, Roku about Lainey and sort of like a show about Lainey and a gay friend and their travels together. She loved the idea. Now we're doing the treatment. Hopefully we can do something with it and we could bring Lainey Kazan to the screen again. In April, she's starting to shoot My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. And you remember how wonderful... all the original cast. Yeah, and you remember how wonderful that film was when we saw one. Chad, did you ever see that? No. Oh, you have to see it. Lainey was brilliant as the mother. Everybody in the cast was brilliant. It's a funny, funny script. It's so true to life because my sister's husband was Greek and all his family were Greek. So I've... Just sat there saying, oh, my God, this is go. so true. Is that true. an old picture of her? Yeah, it's an old picture. That's an old picture of Lainey. Wow. But, but those knockers, the knockers are the yeah, same. Yeah, she's hot. I mean, are the, same. the knockers <laughs> are gigantic. She's like 70, you know, one. No, she's 74. And her knockers are gigantic still. She's still a gorgeous, sexy lady. You know, she's a large-sized woman. She's for those guys that like, you know, the chubby chases, that like those women that have ass and legs and boobs. You know, real, like women used to look. Well, like Marilyn Monroe was a friggin' 14 dress. Jane Russell told me Marilyn Monroe was a 14. That's a big size dress. Marilyn was not a toothpick like today with fake boobs. Everything about Marilyn Monroe was real. She had that big ass that when she walked, it was like jello on springs. And her boobs, I mean, they were sexy ladies back then. There you go. Anyway, we had a great time, and, and Lainey, if anybody's listening or if you're listening in, hugs and kisses to you, my darling, from Jimmy and I. There you go. All right, everybody. We had a blast, so check it out. Celebrity Autobiography. It was really, really fun, and we really had a great time. And um, we want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. I want to give a special shout-out to Irish Ginger. Yeah. Irish Ginger has been totally rocking it, you guys. We're in the Shorty Awards. There's two more weeks of voting to go. We're in third place. Um, we really appreciate all the work and effort she's put into helping us get to third place. And anybody in the chat room, if you haven't voted for us, please, please vote for us. Uh, it'd be really great to finish in the top three and stay in the top three. Some of the people behind us have six, seven, eight million Twitter followers, you know. So, like, uh, we got to keep pushing at it and plugging at it all the way now to do it. And all you got to do to vote for us is go to shortyawards.com, hit on the category of web show, and then you all you do is sign into Twitter and say you vote for the Jimmy Star Show for best web show in the Shorty Awards because Ron Russell's so hot or whatever you want to say. And then once you say that, you hit tweet and vote it, and it counts as a vote for us. And we really, really. Uh, appreciate all your support and really all the help that Irish Ginger's been giving us because third place is awesome. Uh, last year, John Stewart, I think, won. I mean, it's like big people win this stuff. So, so just to be in the same category is really cool, and we appreciate everybody's support. And I want to thank everyone out there that has downloaded our show. Last week, we had over 240,000. <laughs> two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we had 240,000 downloads. We are getting so popular. Everybody's seeming to come in now to see our show. I'm so happy that we're giving you what you want and that we make you laugh and that we have interesting guests on board and that everything we're doing is right. Uh, So thanks again, folks, for being the best audience ever.
Absolutely, and we're gonna have a fun show today. We got we have a, a singer, a singer, songwriter, musician Nolan Neal coming on, and then we have actress Mary Stein coming on later on this afternoon. She's got a new film called Little Boy, and uh, they're both gonna be great guests and a lot of fun. Uh, for anybody who's a fan of Hinder, Nolan Neal uh, wrote wrote co-wrote and produced and sings on Hinder's album that's getting ready to come out, and he also. Uh, Worked um, and on Saliva's album last year, and uh, so like that just came out last year in 2014. He's super cool. We had him on our very first year of the Jimmy Star Show, and uh, he's a great singer songwriter. And it should be a lot of fun talking with him in just a couple of minutes. And the one thing I learned in being a journalist, a journalism, no, how do you say it? being a journalism Journal. major in college? I studied journalism. Is you don't say something without letting people know what you're talking about. Before I said the diarrhea pool. Well, of course, no one understands what that means. What it means is at Jimmy's dad's house where we're staying, the public pool downstairs has a sign on the wall, and it says, if you are ill with diarrhea, please don't use the pool. Well, when I saw that, I had a nervous breakdown. I flew out of the pool. I began scrubbing myself in the shower. But now I understand that nobody's in the pool, and I've never seen diarrhea floating in the pool, thank God. And I'm in the pool again. But I've, that sign was absolutely shocking. I've never seen it anywhere else but in South Florida, the land of the living dead. So there you go. Now you know what diarrhea pool means. There you go. And Chad's opening that orange. It smells so delicious, that orange. I love orange. I do orange, cologne, orange, everything. It's banging. I love it. I put orange on all my foods. Chickens, I love orange chicken. I think oranges. The only thing good about Florida is they make oranges. The rest you can have. I don't care for Florida much, Jimmy. You know that. I'm not a. I'm not a. I a like leisure, oranges. I'm not a leisure lizard. Everybody here, all they want to do is let's lay by the pool and get some sun. They look like raisins. I mean, you know, it's terrible. I'd rather say let's go to New York City and party. Yeah. Let's go shopping at Bloomies. Let's hit Third Avenue. Let's go to a great place for lunch. Let's walk about 3,000 blocks downtown and pick up our vegetables and 14th Street. That's what I call living. Laying by a pool, please. <laughs> Not for me. You do it once in a while just to get a little well, bit of Well, I sun. threw a little color on only because I, I, everybody's been telling me, Danny, you look sick. You look uh, like you, somebody drained your blood. So, Chad, you're a native Floridian. Do you ever go lay out in the sun? Not really. You don't have to. The people, I who, used actually, to. The people who live in Florida don't really go to the beach. It's only no. the, 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 only, the tourists. Only the snowbirds. Yeah, it's the tourists who come into Florida. Well, you the know ones why? They go. want to go back home dark. So they, people say, oh, you were away for the holiday? You wouldn't you go to Florida? And they could say, oh, yes, I have a place down in Florida. I go every winter. Uh, you know, one of those <laughs> jobs. It's like a big status thing. Like, how many homes do you have? Oh, I have one in New York and one in Florida. Meanwhile, the one in Florida is a friggin' studio, and it's like broken down with palmetto bugs running through it. But they make it sound like it's the Taj Mahal. Oh, yeah, so we have a pool, too. Actually, it's the hotel next door. They made a hole in the fence, and they go through the fence, and they jump in the hotel pool. I missed it. I don't even know what he's talking about I don't now. either. He's I rambling. don't either. I'm rambling. Rambling, Rose. <laughs> I'm just rambling. I had no idea what he was talking about. I'm talking about Florida. Whenever I talk about it, I have like a nervous breakdown. It's like I'm giving you my nervous breakdown. Besides, I had two cups of coffee. We went to IHOP. Funny, I didn't know that IHOP was International House of Pancake. I never knew. And I said to Jimmy, you know, this place is nice, but I like International House of Pancake better. And Jimmy said, dummy, you're in it now. I said, what do you mean? He said, that's what IHOP means. I said, you know, I never thought of it. I just thought it was IHOP, you hop, we all hop to IHOP. 
I didn't know it was International House of Pancake. It looked the same, and I was going to, next set statement was, but you know, Jimmy, they decorated it just like International House of Pancake. They love, Ron loves pancakes. Love pancakes. Do you eat pancakes, Chad? I don't eat love pancakes, so. Pancakes. No, sir. I don't My eat favorite either. food. I, I like waffles, pancakes. but I can only eat them once in a while. I have pancakes every day. I love pancakes. Yeah, he loves My pancakes. My favorite breakfast food. Well, Jimmy makes fun of me because the truth, prior to being with Jimmy, I've never eaten in a McDonald's. I only went to Taco, no. Taco Bell's the only place Taco he had ever Bell, been. Taco Bell, only because my children, when they were young, they liked the uh, tacos. So I would go there But with since my he kids. met me, he's been to Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King. Way to go, Jim. Um, uh, five Guys, which is my favorite, but he can't stand it because he's like, that's just like a heart attack. And, and I have greasy. to tell you, yeah. ever since I've been going to these restaurants with Jimmy, and he will vouch for this, my stomach has been so upset that I run to the toilet 20 times a night. <laughs> we went to Johnny Rockets last week, and like, he was just dying from Johnny Rockets. I was so sick. We were walking in the mall, and I thought I was going to make him my pants, and I'm running like a fool. And I said, what the hell is this? This poison is eating me junk please don't eat in those fast food restaurants the chicken is not american the chicken comes from some like hole in the wall in, in some other foreign country where they feed it you know the dead people they kill you know the tourists with the terrorists blow up a bus they grab the people and feed it to the chickens and then they sell those chickens to us and then you eat those crappy chickens and oil i mean they, they don't use olive oil they use motor oil you know 40 40 gauge it's terrible what you 40 40 no it's so really terrible you know 40 40 they don't have that anymore it's like 5W30, 5W40. No, when I was a kid, there was 20, 20 and 40, 40. I don't know about 40, 40. The, wait, yes. In the summer, right. No, listen. In the summertime, we put 40, 40 in because the heat made it thin. And in the winter, we changed our oil to 20, 20 so it would be thicker. Hmm. Or maybe it's the other way around. But anyway, the auto minute for Jimmy Strasher. Let's, let's, try, let's try and call Nolan Neal. We got a caller coming He's in right now. He's calling in right now. Okay. I don't know if it's him, though. Everyone out there. If you Hello, know, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Uh-oh. Hello, hello. I don't hear anything. I bet he went to check his oil to see what gauge <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, let's ring it. Was that the was that the number I gave you earlier? No. Oh. This is what I oh, love well, about I don't know live, who that's be live radio is so fabulous. Live. Now maybe we should call him on the number that like I actually have and see. Sure. Let's see if that's him. I certainly do prefer cut. Let's do take two. But that doesn't happen in live radio or live television or, li- or plays our, or anything. Yeah, our television show is live too. There's no like, can I do it again? I didn't feel comfortable with that shot. Absolutely. No such like thing. Taking my headshots before the show today? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I took two headshots and posted them on Facebook. He took six hundred and posted two. What? <laughs> now, if you believe that, you're a little dumb. Okay, not six hundred fifty. No, you took about eight of them. Oh, hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. What's going on? Hey, is this Nolan? It sure is, buddy. Did you call in a second ago from a different number? No, sir. Okay, good. Then we don't know who that was. So whoever you were, we didn't answer you. Bye. Show crash. <laughs> <laughs> right we thought maybe you called in from your girlfriend's house so your wife wouldn't know. Oh, my. Oh, goodness. No, I'm a single man right now, Jimmy. Hello, oh, hello. No, it's, it's Ron talking. You're he doesn't single. know you. I have to make introductions. Oh, you, I have to get introduced, so forget what so I said. So what's up, everybody? We got Nolan Neal on the Jimmy Star Show. Welcome, welcome. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my outrageous co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, now I'm allowed to talk to you. So you're single. So you're single. I have a nice girl. If you're interested, I could fix you up with somebody really nice. Actually, I've got three old yeah. maids. Three old maids I could fix you up, but they're hungry. They're man hungry. They would do anything for a, a husband or a guy. 
<laughs> I mean, really, anything they were like, you know, harem women. <laughs> harem women, listen right. to that. Then, Nolan, All we right. got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Nolan, welcome back to the show, sir. What's going on, Chad? How are you? It's all good. So let us know where are we actually? You're in? Are you in Tennessee or are you in California? I am in Nashville, Tennessee, right now. Is that where so, you? Is that where you actually live? Yeah, I was, I was. I'm from Nashville. I was born here. I knew you were born here. I just didn't know if you were still there because you know it's been that's like four years ago you were on the show. I know, man. That's crazy. How much you, you time sound? You been. sound like a boy. No, <laughs> you sound. I, uh, like... I'm actually fighting a. No, you, s- you sound so, like like um, a, an eighteen-year-old boy. You no, mean, he says he has a bad cold right now. But you have a very young voice. Keep that cold. <laughs> I have to talk. I guess because I have to talk so softly, so no, I don't start st- coughing stay, on air. That's like my biggest fear. Stay in drifts. <laughs> stay in drifts. Keep that cold. Don't worry about it. If you cough, you cough. Don't even worry about it. So everybody, Nolan Neal, he's a singer, songwriter, guitar player, drummer, producer. We had him on the show in the first year of the Jimmy Star Show. He's a fantastic, fantastic musician. Um, he's, he's done all kinds of great stuff. You guys are going to love his music. We're going to play a song for you in a little while. Uh, one of the things I find cool is that your, your very first big gig was with Eddie Money, who I've met a zillion times and who, who I actually used to play Shaken every time when I was a competitive tennis player. I would play Shaken every time right before in my headphones, right in my Walkman, if you guys can remember those days, before I, would go out on the, before I would go out on the court with my little tape player Walkman, I would have my headphones on and play Shaken to get me fired up to go play tennis so so uh tell us how's everything going long time no see that's nice man shaking and i guess i was before tennis that's good yeah <laughs> the first the first song i ever played on my walkman was uh we are family by patty patty's sister sledge who we know and love and adore and that's how many years ago i had my walk was it is it patty was it patty yeah patty sledge um, yes, it, it is Patty. Yeah. Isn't it Patty Sledge? No, it's not Patty. It is Patty. Now I forgot. Isn't that I, funny? We I just love, talked to her. I love her. She's one of my favorite people. I don't remember her name. <laughs> it might be Patty, and I could be wrong. It is. Wrong. It's Patty Sledge, one of the sister Sledges. She's the young one. Anyway, okay, it could I'm be. I positive forgot now. Positive, it's Patty. Patty Sledge. Isn't that Sledge? funny? Well, like, yeah. I, now I totally forgot. So, so how was that for you playing for Eddie Money? Did you get to meet him? I didn't. No, I didn't get to meet him. Uh, his tour manager came out, and uh, my band we had just. Just enough songs together to play the show, and um, we were doing our last song. And his tour manager came out and said, "Hey man, Eddie wants y'all to play another half hour, can you?" And we looked at each other and we're like, "We don't have any other songs, so we just started over on the set." <laughs> it was pretty awesome. We started from song one, and then we actually jammed one that we were writing at the time. It was it was cool, man. It was about know, six or seven thousand people. It was a rib fest, though. It was interesting. Sure. It was, uh, the uh, Gatlinburg. Like pigeon forwards, like rib fest. So a lot of, a lot of mullets and rebel flags and, you know, ripped up jeans. I love yeah. it. I love it. I've always been like a big fan. So tell me what's been going on with you now. You haven't been on for four years. Uh, have you released any records? I know you did some. You did a lot of stuff with cool people. Uh, I actually made a statement. Uh, I made a statement about you working with Hinder, and somebody in the chat room told me like I was wrong. So why don't you tell me what you you got been going on, and that way I don't misquote anything. <laughs> oh, you're good. No, I mean, it was a, it was an awesome year last year. It was really cool. Um, I, I got to meet the guys and you know wrote some songs and we recorded some songs and played some shows and you know they were on a big you know big search for the right singer and you guys know me, man. I've always been a solo artist and always kind of singer songwriter kind of stuff, you know. And and um, you know it just wasn't the right fit. So they found a better fit for the lead singer. 
That's what my okay. ex-wife said. You want a good fit? No, she found a better fit. Oh, she found a better fit. <laughs> Actually, I would. I was surprised, Nolan, when you told me that you were doing stuff with Hinder. Because yeah, I didn't. Uh, we've actually had Hinder on the show before, uh, maybe like two years ago or so, or two and a half years ago. We uh, three years ago probably. Yeah. We had them You're on great. the show. It is. You are very different, but I mean, you, also because you have such extremely talented songwriting abilities, um, I could see how like you could be writing songs for all kinds of really cool people. Thank you. That's uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, man, they're great dudes. You know, I got nothing bad to say about them. It just, it just didn't work. It just didn't work, you know, stylistically. And uh, well, I also read in your bio that you, you, uh, that Saliva did, wrote. Uh, saliva actually recorded excuse some me, of your songs. Excuse me, Saliva. That's the name of a band. Saliva. Yeah, they yeah. did. Uh, like spit. Yeah, Saliva. Oh God, the world has turned to shit. <laughs> <Ugh>. Saliva. <laughs> saliva. That's the name of the band. It's Saliva. They're a great rock band. I think that's gross. Saliva is a band? Just so you know, Nolan, because you've never met Ron, yeah. but Ron, oh. Ron's favorite singer is Johnny Mathis, who happens to be fantastic and, and everything. Peggy. Oh, I see it's Kathy Sledge. Kathy, not Patty Sledge. There you go. Thank uh, you. Thank Ka you. Patty, thank you, Jimmy. Pat Kathy, if you're listening, I love you just the same. No you, were just, you were just thinking Patty LaBelle. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's true, because Patty LaBelle is my dream girl. I mean, I love Whoa. and adore Patty LaBelle. I mean, I flip from her. I want to get her on the show. I'll crawl right through the mic and make out with her. I love Patty. Nice. <laughs> Is that a voice or what? Can that girl belt them out or what? Woo! Patty yeah. LaBelle, fabulous. So go back. So Saliva So saliva cut some of your tracks on their album that came out last year. Yeah, on the album Rise Up. I did uh, five songs that I wrote with the lead singer Bobby. And there's a couple old songs of mine that we kind of pulled out and revamped to make it more Saliva. Oh, I can't yeah, with that so word. I had, I, had a song called, uh, I had a song called Lost, and the opening line was like, Sunshine, where'd you go today? And Bobby was like, uh, man, my fans wear like black nail polish and eyeliner, dude. We can't start the song off with sunshine. Right. <laughs> we made the lyrics so dark, <laughs> and now it's uh, Sleepless Nights, Tangled in Misery. That's how the line is. No, I want to start a new rock group with you. We'll call ourselves Secretion. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Dude. Right? Oh, yeah. And we'll say, stay... Come and see us secrete. Listen to you. Yeah, secretion, secretion coming soon, right? Right. Play with us and we'll secrete for you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Listen, Sorry, Mom. Listen, That's why he's wait, our cool, outrageous man wait, about town. Listen, I'm, I'm really not interested in your private life. I couldn't care less. But do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> do I? Yeah. No. No. Do I, I, no. Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? Cool. No, I am. Uh, I got my hand. That's about it. So, right now. You, 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 so. you make it with Betsy and the five no, sisters. Yeah, that's what he just said. He's got his hand. Right. Well, are you asexual? You sound very cute. I don't know why. No, he's would... good looking. You're good looking, too. You're full of crap. You no, must he's have... good looking. Actually, he's going to show, put a picture up. Chad will find a picture of You probably of have all those young Actually, tomatoes right throwing he's got a beard. panties Do you still have the beard that's, that's in the promo pictures? Yeah, man. I like the beard. That was actually Cody Hanson's idea. He was like, man, don't cut your hair to trim your beard at all. They want, want to try this look or whatever. I got a beard now, I, too, and I didn't have one when I first met you, and you didn't have one when you first met me. So there we go. We both, in our in our wise old man. age, we've become bearded. Yeah, now Jimmy could work yeah. for the circus and be the bearded lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wasn't nice. <laughs> it's never, I'm never nice. Listen, how many pairs of panties are on the stage when you perform? I had a pair of pants that uh, I wore with Hinder. It was no, I don't mean that you wore. I mean that were thrown at you from the girls. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many panties are on the stage? <laughs> You're a little kinky. Oh, I, um, I I did have I did have a couple bras thrown at me. That was 
That was interesting. Good, yes. good. Did you, anybody throw keys at you? Throw what, keys? Like ice keys? No, hotel room <laughs> keys. No, like hotel, hotel room, room keys for keys. you to go meet him after the show. No, man, no. I actually, uh, I had a girlfriend at the time when I was doing oh, okay. that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta I'm be, you gotta be careful. Man, dude, yeah? You gotta be careful because those trannies are out there, and those trannies, the, tra <laughs> the transsexuals look just like real broads. And you gotta, you know, oh yeah, he's good looking. Oh, look at him with his guitar. Very nice. This yeah. is gonna be. I cannot wait to see what my grandmother thinks about this interview. This is perfect. I love it. Uh, what's what's oh, your what's second, your grandmother's name? Your grandmother's Her name is, My grandmother is Catherine Lee. She's awesome. My mom's Kathy Lee. Hi guys. Hi <laughs> Catherine and hey, Kathy. What's up? Hey grandma. I'm glad you're having a good time <laughs> because I could be a grandpa too. If my kids had kids, I guess you're maybe from my generation, Grandma, and we were not prudes or old farts like they think we were. We swung with Tab Hunter and 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 uh, what's the name that died? That pretty girl from Disney. Um, Disney. Oh, what the hell? Annette Fuchinella and all those people. Connie Stevens. I bet I know Connie <clears throat> now is an old woman, but I bet Grandma knows all those people. Absolutely. And Elvis yeah. Presley blew. So hello, Kathy and Catherine. Your son, Nolan, is a super talent. In case you haven't figured it out, he's a super talent. So tell me, what do you got but, going? But he should get married. No, no he shouldn't. And give you grandchildren. No, he shouldn't. And great-grandchildren. I mean, you know, I'm open for anything, man. You know, I'm, I'm down. I'm open well, go find a girl that's but, open. Uh, go find a girl yeah, that's I'll, open for anything, and you'll get her pregnant. And uh, then you'll have kids. Also, you guys, if you want to know more about Nolan Neal, too, you can go to nolanneal.com. It's N-O-L-A-N-N-E-A-L.com. Also, we got a chat room right. full of people, dude. Say hello to the chat room. What's going on, chat room? How you guys doing? There you go. And uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Nolan Neal. So, like, I was reading your bio, dude, and I had no idea that you were, like, signed to, like, all these major labels. You went from Hollywood Records to Virgin, and now what are you doing? Now I have a, an awesome, awesome legal team, man. I got a, a lawyer named... Uh, Carl Brown, and he is, he's like my tattooed angel. He's like covered in tattoos and wears this suit. And uh, he goes out there and kicks, kicks butt for me. And um, we're just setting up a bunch of meetings right now. We had some meetings last week that were really awesome. And uh, I'm doing a few shows, a couple benefits. And the most exciting news in Nashville, though, is I have a, a new band. And we, haven't, we have a name, but we're still... We're not ready to reveal that yet, but the band oh, is, uh, oh, Secretion. is an awesome group of guys. Man. They're so Secretion, amazing. there's the name. Secretion, yeah. <laughs> I, have a yeah. New, I have a new band, too. I have a new monkey and a new organ to grind. That's terrible. That wasn't funny. But it's funny for the old <laughs> folk that know what I'm talking about, but the young people haven't a young clue. Young people have no idea what, what a, that what is. What a monkey and an organ grinder is. Actually, I'm going to contact you. Like, save, save, save one good song uh, that doesn't go to anybody who you're taking it to because we're getting ready to put out a Jimmy Star Show Greatest Hits compilation DVD. Mm-hmm. And, nice. uh, and I want to like put you on it, so I'm going to contact you later because I'm just starting to work on it now. And, mm -hmm. and I want everybody to hear how you, how you sing and how well you sing. And believe it or not, you. Like you, sent, you sent me three songs, and, and, and I actually probably picked out the one you didn't want me to pick out for us to play. But we're going to play Gray Sky Rain because I thought this song was angsty and absolutely fabulous. Nice. And the name Thank of you. the new album. The name of the. I have a funny story about that song. Okay. Right, one second, nice then you could do it. The name of the record album that Jimmy's putting out is Jimmy puts out. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Everybody likes that one. So tell me the story about Gray Sky Rain. Just so everyone knows, that is not my real laugh. What you're hearing is a laugh where I'm trying not to talk. So I have to kind of like ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> <What is that? laughs> but anyway. Um, 
Yeah, man. Uh, Great Sky Rain was the beginning of my just. It was it was crazy. I actually I recorded that song. I was in a dark place in life. Some of you guys may know. Um, and uh, I just I recorded it and sent it to the publisher. And when I came in next day, I had like an intervention. Said that that song was me crying out for help. Okay. And so yeah, but yeah. Been, was was yeah. that your real live? <laughs> that was when I cleaned up my act, man. Yeah, no, I heard was, you uh, laugh. I asked that, if that was the, the song real was laugh. my pure misery, you know. But I don't yes. know. People are digging it. I've been getting a lot of emails and and tweets about that song and stuff. So I'm excited. I to love it. With it. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play it for everybody. I want you to introduce it, and then after you introduce it, hang on the line. We're going to play it for everybody, and we'll be back when the song's over. All right. What's going on, guys? You're listening to the Jimmy Star Show. Is it fun? Breaks Guy Rain. I hate radio.
time. And that's Gray Sky Rain by Nolan Neal. Dude, that song is awesome. I think it's yeah, a great you. song. Your voice is amazing. It brings me back to what real rock and roll was, you know, in the in the 70s and 80s. Um, the oh, song man. is the song Indeed. is fabulous. You gave me chills, and we have a thing around here. It's kind of like the Academy Award of Music. When I say to Jimmy, put it in our car, means you're good, because I don't put crap in the car. <laughs> so we're going to be Thank driving you, back to uh, up north, and we're going to play your song. Fabulous song. Folks, go out and get it. I know you're going to love it. I don't even actually know if they can get it. Is that song well, available for anybody to get yet or no? That's not yet. No, I'm about to single it. There so, you go, everybody. So that's like a, a Jimmy Star premiere of something nobody's really been able to hear. And, and dude, your voice is so you powerful are, and angsty, and I freaking like yeah. love it. You are really, Thank you. Really, you are really, really good. You've got it down to a science. You guys are making science. my day, man. No, Thank no. What, listen, I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. Yeah, man. if he doesn't like it, he won't say a uh, word. No, uh, I, when, they're, when they're done, he'll just go on to the next topic. <laughs> and, and I've done, and yeah. I've, I've had to do that. Dude, I can't. I've had to do that a couple of times because I don't like rappers. I don't care who they are. If they start to rap, I'm out of there. I, I despise <laughs> rapping. Rapping is not singing. It's stupid. It's talking, and it's talking dribble. You don't even know what they're talking about half the time. What you're doing is you're delivering a voice. You're delivering an emotion. You're telling me a story through song. I feel it. I love it. It was a great piece of work. Great. Kudos you. to you. Kudos to you. So I really appreciate that. I, mean, I can't wait for you guys to hear the band. I, I started a band with my musical soulmate, Dennis Drummond. He is the best guitar player I've ever worked with, and just this most talented. He's, he's a young guy, too, like 24, keeps everything hip, and the band that he's helped me put together, um, his brother's playing bass, uh, Daniel Drummond, and then we have a drummer named Nick Sanato, and he's... Or Nick Sinato, however you say that. I'm still learning how to say his name. So, These guys are powerhouse session player musicians. We so we like five song ideas in one practice the other day. If his name is Nick Sonata, Sonata in Italian means a song that's been sung. Yeah. At a sonata. Nice. So that's his name. I, name is I, I brought up the idea of making his last name the band name, actually. No, make it secretions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. So, so tell definitely. me, like, who are some now? Now that you're like uh, doing your music again and stuff, who are some of the people that are out there right now that you're like, okay, these bands, this is like somebody really, really cool, or this is somebody like I think my music would be great and we'd love to tour. Who's like somebody who's popular to you right now? You know, I I wish I wish that uh, Brett from Shine Now, he and I used to be boys back in the day, um, but I you know lost touch with them over the years. But I think Shine Down would kill Great Sky Rain. I think they would do an awesome job on it. It would be cool to hear them hear them do oh, yeah, that. Yeah, they would do um, it. Yeah, I like uh, Pretty Reckless a lot. I got to meet those. I got to meet those cats uh, backstage in Montana. Oh yeah, we, Pretty Reckless. They're good. Fight. Yep, they're good. Mm -hmm. I love it. Taylor Taylor Robinson. Yeah, she was really nice. She was funny. There you and, go. Uh, yeah, her guitar player was hilarious too. They actually gave me their number. It was pretty awesome. So I got some really, some really awesome things came out of playing with Ender. You know, so uh, like I say, nothing but the best for those dudes. And uh, it's it's gonna I'm just get my music out there now, every way I can. Jimmy, thank you so much for having me on the show, guys. Thank you all for. Thank you for Let making me come on the show. It means so yeah, much. That's awesome. So everybody, so listen cool. up too. Go to nolanneal.com to follow what Nolan's doing, or go on Twitter and follow at Nolan Neal. He's a great guy. He runs his own Twitter. He's fantastic. Uh, keep me posted with the album and how everything's going. When you guys put it out, yeah. we'll, we'll come back and well, and we'll be talking. I want to say one last thing. Sure. Just one last thing. I just wanted to say thank you to all the fans for all your emails and the tweets and 
the private messages on Facebook and, and just all the support. Like, the fans got me through this. Like, whenever the Hinder thing ended, it was a surprise. You know, it was, like, sudden. Well, you and I also... I wasn't prepared, but, but it was... The fans have just been amazing. So I've been trying to write everybody back. I've been try- spending, like, three or four hours a day just trying to get back to everybody and... and uh, they're the ones pulling me through, so I love the fans. Dude, I think okay. you're going to kill sure, it with that. Be sure to thank the ones that threw their keys and panties up there for you. <laughs> don't, don't overlook the panty tosses. Actually, too, the I, chat room, everybody in the chat room says they're going to continue the support. I mean, you're a super talent. You're going to you're gonna do, go really, really far. The voice yep. the voice is just amazing. You got and, that right. And you keep me posted so we can keep everybody posted. And, Nolan, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Thanks for Dude, making thank you my guys. day with that. All righty, bye bye. Have a good one. I know. Chad, did you hear that voice? I mean, that that was awesome. That was heavy. Yeah. See, if I don't have a monitor and if I can't look at the guest I'm interviewing, I just get screwed up. I don't mean mean to be mean, but we just had a Dean did an interview with Hinder, and I've been listening to some of their music, but listen to this guy. He doesn't need Hinder. Yeah, he doesn't need Hinder. Uh-uh. Actually, Hinder needed him more than he needs Hinder. Wait, so. wait, 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 wait. What's a Hinder? It's just a band. Okay, Hinder's a band, a really oh, famous like band. Spit? Yep. Yeah, like Spit? Yeah, like Saliva. You betcha. Bigger Seaman. than Saliva. Oh. Okay, Hinder's a really big band, and uh, they needed a new link singer. He filled in to be the singer, I guess, for a while, but I guess creative differences, or they didn't like the voice or whatever, so he got dumped. They didn't like his voice? They got taste up their and, ass. Uh, and anyway. And hang on, wait, wait, we're finished. So it's a really big band. Like, Hinder mm-hmm. was a really, is a, is a, not was, is a really big band. Who cares? So I don't like Hinder because. What happened to the singer for, for Hinder? I original? don't actually know. Oh. Hinder, but it's funny because Dean just interviewed Hinder. Mm-hmm. They were here. Hinder, I have no idea who you are, but I don't like you because you're stupid. <laughs> you should have kept this guy. He's got a great talent. But doesn't he voice. have a good voice? I mean, he's Fairly got a voice good. to die for. I love his work. Yep. I got to go to commercial. Okay. Okay. As you all know, I'm totally against war. I despise war. I despise guns. I despise killing innocent people as well as soldiers. I was very reluctant on listening to this, but Matthew Modine is a fan. I'm a fan of his. And of course, Jimmy produced the album, so I had to listen to it. And I did listen to it. Guess what? I loved it. It's not about war only. It's about backstage, all the things they did while they were filming the film. And Matthew gives you all these little secret things, and I loved every moment of it. Um, not bluffing you, not lying to you. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't be holding it. I'd say, Jimmy, you do it. Go out and get Full Metal Jacket. You will enjoy it. Go for a drive in the car. Listen to it. It makes the drive shorter than what it really is. I just got to tell you again, it's not a war thing. It's an educational thing. It's all about the making of Full Metal Jacket. It's the Full Metal Jacket Diary audiobook narrated by the star, Matthew Modine. It's a Stanley Kubrick film. Before that new movie that's out right now, The Shooter, it was the most successful war movie of all time. And uh, it's really, really great. And it's a four-CD set with a 26-page color booklet with all kinds of information. And to get it, you can go to beaconaudiobooks.com and order it digitally. Or you can order the hard copy. It's also available at Barnes & Noble, Audible, Amazon, iTunes, and all the other like digital outlets. Now, for those of you who think I look very good for my age, and I do look good for my age because I'm 74 years old and nobody believes it, and I always kid around about being 50, 50 again. Um, I have to say one of the reasons why I look so good, and this is no baloney, is I use Denae Montague King's face products. I know Denae for many years. He's a dear, dear friend of mine, and he wouldn't jazz me with anything that wasn't really working. Um, I have his creams and his stuff. It 
pumps up your face, it brings moisture to your face, it gets rid of lines, it gives you a glow, and it does make you look younger. And I'm happy to say that very soon, DMK Cosmetics will be uh, one of our sponsors, and we'll be talking more to you about it and showing you the products and showing you photographs of the before and afters. Uh, celebrities are using it. Uh, Montague is all Danae is all over the world. He's in fifty different places it's in Australia. DMK Cosmetics. DMK, not Donna Karen. This is Danae. DMK. DMK. Um, so we'll be telling you more about it, but it really works. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk about it. All right. So here's what we're gonna do next, everybody. Um, we're gonna play a song. <laughs> How do you like that? Isn't that interesting and new? Um, what a new concept. Let's so here, how about we're going to do Home Sweet Home? We got that one ready? You betcha. All right, everybody. This is Kin, Home Sweet Home. When we are together, whatever weather, whatever town, there is no space like a place we are heading for.
There everybody you go. That's Ken, Home Sweet Home, available worldwide in every country. iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, all the different places that you go to get it. And get it, because it's a hit. And it's dance music. I've been dancing in the seat here. Couldn't stop. So if you want to lose a few pounds, put this on and just shake it up, baby. There you go. Love it. <laughs> All right, you guys, too. June 5th through 7th is one magical weekend. Ron and I are going to mm. be there, and they're having a special contest right now. Go to OneMagicalWeekend.com to register for a, to win a One Magical Weekend for two. Like I said, it's June 5th through 7th, 2015. All you got to do is go to OneMagicalWeekend.com, fill out the... Uh, the form to uh, register for it, and then then they're going to announce who wins the weekend, and this is what you get. This is going to be so much fun because we're going to be here going to all these places, but you're going to win. Um, Wait, you're going to give away all the secrets that we got at Disney World when we were there a couple of days ago? You're going you're gonna to listen. No, no. This is like a contest. Everybody has to con- But don't give, away, contest. don't give away the secrets of what they're going to do at that But register weekend. to win at One Magical Weekend for two. You go to OneMagicalWeekend.com. It's a three-night stay at the B Resort and Spa. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, June 5th through 7th. You get two VIP tickets to Riptide at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park on Friday. Two VIP tickets to the main event, which is the Red Version one unmasked party at Epcot on Saturday. Then you get two general admission tickets to the ET party at Epcot on Sunday. You get two tickets to the all three therapy pool party sessions at the B Resort and Spa, and two tickets to the the Cadabra after hours parties at the B Resort and Spa. It's going to be awesome. 150 of the hottest gay men on the planet. It's going to be fantastic. And girls, Ron and I are going to be there, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So go to OneMagicalWeekend.com and register to win. Jimmy and I did a three-day tour. We went up to uh, Disney World, and we met with some folks up there who told us exactly what they're doing and how they're doing it. And my mouth fell open because, boys and girls, this is going to be some spectacular and some fabulous three-day weekend. I was amazed. I'm not going to tell you a word about what's going to be because it's going to be a surprise. No, it's not a surprise. It's all over their website. Go to One no, Magical Weekend. I'm not going to tell them what they're doing, the, 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 the beauty of it, the whole magic of it. There's magic. There, Jim. I can't that, that's give that why away. it's called One Magical Weekend. Yeah, I know that. But there's a lot of stuff that you're going to be amazed at. So many parties and so many No, but just people. the way they're doing them and the, and the themes and whatever's going on, it's going to be gorgeous. Um, then Jimmy and I drove down to um, Tamp- to St. Petersburg. No, Tampa. Then St. Petersburg. And then Naples, Florida. And then we came home. But I'm happy to say that any of the clubs that Jimmy and I stepped into, the, the gay clubs, and I interviewed some people. I said, what do you think? And they said, oh, we know about that. We're going. I said, you're going? I don't have to tell you about it. They said, no, we know all about it. So it looks like all West Coast Florida is going at a magical weekend. And I'm sure the East Actually, Coast. So is all of New York. So is all of well, Texas. Well, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on a minute, Jimmy. We're going to now do the East Coast for Florida and go up and down at all the gay clubs in Wilton Manor and all over, you know, East Coast. And we're just getting the best response. It looks like everybody that's anybody is going to be there. So be sure and get your tickets and go. Come over and say hi to Jimmy and I. We're going to be on stage. I don't know exactly where yet. They're putting us in some kind of a stage environment. And you'll come up and tell me if you've met anybody at the party that you really like and you think you may go out with. And I will interview you and you'll be on our television show 
couple of weeks after. So now here's your chance to get on TV where 350 million people will see you. And if <laughs> you... Isn't it 350 million? No. How many million? Uh, it's like 24. Oh, well, anyway, that's why I said 24. <laughs> I don't even think there's like 350 million people in the United States. Well, in the world. But anyway, 200, <laughs> whatever the hell he said, that number of people will be watching. And just think... When you do get married, we may photograph you getting married and your wedding will be on our TV show. So be sure and get your tickets for one magical weekend because I sure am so excited and I can't wait to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love it. I'm really, I'm not kidding you folks. I am thinking about it all the time. It's like Christmas when you're a kid. I know we're going to have a blast. I hope I don't drop dead from it. You know, three days of all that excitement and running. And I want to go down the water chutes, the slides. I love them, Jimmy. Are I you, do too. Oh, you, I they have they, parties at the at the water parks. Oh, but we're going to go. You, I thought maybe you'd be like a big sissy. You wouldn't no, I go, go down. On, I'll go on the slides. You're not going to go on the biggest slide they have? It's Typhoon Lagoon at the Typhoon Lagoon. I know, Lagoon the, the, the big one is huge. I go on all that stuff. Even the Slides big one? don't bother me. Yeah, slides oh. don't bother me. Well, you know, Jimmy's a little sissy-ish. Br- bridges bother me. I don't like bridges. And mm. we went to Tampa, and there's this bridge, and this bridge is like like, like up in the, the clouds bridge. I hated it's, it. It's totally safe bridge, but I have It is it. not. They have signs. Listen to this, Chad. He's telling me, oh, yeah, it's safe. No, you don't have to worry about it. They have signs. Caution. Very windy. Be careful going on the bridge, driving over the bridge because it's like knocking people over. That's a hurricane. Or uh, strong. That, that's but, not. No, 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 no. It was, you know how they have those like neon signs that light up like when you have like a kid child stolen or something? They had that going on the bridge before you go on. Very, very windy. Cautious. Be careful. Drive careful. All kinds of stuff. It wasn't like... <laughs> Now, like that. Is he not a Mary or what? I mean, like a little fairy girl. Oh, the bridge is blowing. The winds are blowing. I, I don't like blow bridges. Blow out your ass. Just drive the fucking car and get us yeah, over the bridge. He doesn't touch money. No, I don't touch money. I don't money. like bridges and he doesn't touch well, money. Money is full of germs and filth and shit. I don't touch money. <laughs> shit. But, but you, te- I mean, you annoy me. You're so terrified of a friggin' bridge. It's yeah. no big deal. I've never heard of anybody getting blown Chad, off a bridge. We're like going- I've heard of people getting blown on a bridge, you know. but I've never heard of anybody getting blown off a bridge. Chad, it was terrible. Like I was going, I was driving, and I was like in the like left hand lane, and like all he the, was so the car, mean to me. The cars and were evil. flashing. He's like, "Oh, it's no big deal. Cars are honking he at me because I'm going too slow." He said, "He said to me in the meanest voice he could ever muster up, shut up." I said, "Don't talk to me like that. I'll stop the He's car." He's opening the windows I, on the bridge for the wind can blow through, like when it says it's going to blow the cars you, over and carry you away, like it was, Dorothy. It was no. Terrible. I wanted some salt air. Yeah, I, I love that. It's oh, good yeah, for your lungs. Like, so I'm I said, telling you. Let's did you actually see how high up you were? Yeah, no. It's pretty high. So the Tampa that get Bridge you is then? high. Huh? How'd that get to you? Like, you can see. Uh, because it's got these little teeny walls that cars could like roll right oh, over on the side. Oh, teeny weeny. This is teeny weeny. Get out of here. Such I a faggot. I, what a faggot he is. Little teeny weeny wall. I mean, it's like, I tell you, my daughters have bigger balls than he does. Yeah, I well, felt like I was well. with some little girl. No, I did. I felt like I was a little sissy girl. I, know, ooh, I feel ooh, like it too. I'm like, so afraid of the bridge. I'm so, I want to throw him off the friggin' bridge. I feel it too. I feel like that too when I like, he has to put on a rubber glove to touch the money to pay the toll lady. <laughs> really? I do. And I don't sleep in public beds. And they and I write about it on Facebook Oh yeah, all that's the his only. He only has two hangups. Public beds, and that's because of bed bugs, which if you like Google it, bed bugs were at the Ritz Carlton and no, all the good No, not the bed too. bugs, but the skin from people that goes into the mattress, the urine when they pee, the sperm yeah, when they like have the bed bugs sperm either. when they oh. have sex wow. and mites. You don't know what's in that mattress. Every shit in the world <laughs> is in that mattress from all kinds of filthy people. What if you got some filthy slob that didn't shower for three days and he's in that mattress like a vomit? So now what I'm going to do <laughs> he is he doesn't I'm, like bed bugs either. <laughs> no, I don't like any kind of bugs. I don't. I'm, I'm a clean person. What can I tell you? My mother and father were clean. I'm clean. We're Italians. Italians are very clean. 
Anyway. Um, I think that's hilarious. No, but wait. I'm going to buy that little rubber mattress that you inflate, bring my own sheets. I always bring my own pillow. Put the mattress on top of the bed. Sleep on that. I'll be fine. Oh, I'm getting a blue light also to look for bed bugs in the seams of the mattress and all around the welting of the bed. I don't need to have bed bugs in my Can house. Can you stay in hotels? <laughs> Hang on. I'm finished, Jimmy. Bed bugs cost thousands of dollars to get rid of. My very good friend, I won't mention her name, had it in her house on, in, in Atlantic City. It cost a couple of thousand bucks. They had to bring in huge heaters to burn these bastards out. You don't want to get bed bugs, folks. And some people, like Charlie on my Facebook page, he said they came in the moving van when he moved. He said, I can't get rid of them, but all I can do is control them. Control them? I burned the friggin' house down, and, <laughs> and I jumped into a... No, and I would jump into a, 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 a bucket of acid. I couldn't deal with a bed bug. I, I cannot deal hilarious. with bed bugs. All right. I think it's hilarious. No, it's, it's not just... hilarious. It's dreadful that in this country we have bed bugs. Growing up, I never heard of bed bugs. All of my young we adult... We never heard of MRSA either. Now everybody's yeah, got MRSA. Well, it's just disgusting what's happening to this country and all the filth that's coming into it. Years ago, you had to come off on the ship. You went to R- Randall's Island or whatever island. R- Rikers. No, what island is it? Rikers. No, Rikers is the prison. Anyway, the island where the Statue of Liberty is. And they used to hose you down. They didn't suspect you for bugs. Now they're coming from all over the world. They get off the airplane. Their luggage is full of shit. And they bring it into our country and they pollute us. You know, I can't take it anymore. (laughs) I really can't. I mean, we have MRSA. We have uh, Nebola, whatever the hell, Ebola. Ebola. We have uh, everything. We never had this. Typhoid is back. That's because there's more, so Wait, more, many more. Measles. Now who, measles is who, the big heard, thing. Who ever heard of diphtheria? Betty Davis got diphtheria in one of her movies. You know, Mr. Now you have, now you have though, all the measles thing, too. Like, every time I turn on the news, all it is is measles. We never, and we, I mean, America has so much garbage coming in. We've got to do something about it. Stop sneaking over the border and bringing us filthy shit. And stop <laughs> flying in with all your crappy luggage loaded with garbage. <laughs> I'm fed up with it. I really mean it. This is a scream out, not a shout out. Knock it off, foreigners. We don't go to your country and pollute you with garbage. Please don't come here and pollute us with garbage. There you go. Amen. And, right I, and I don't care what kind of results I get from all you foreigners. I'll challenge you. Not every foreigner, by the way, is a dirty pig with bugs. I mean, there are millions. <laughs> there are a few. There are millions and zillions of wonderful foreigners who I know. I mean, my my family was foreign, uh, but there are some people that are just they come from the backwoods of God knows what, from a mud hut somewhere in the end of Timbuktu. I mean, and they come in with filth. Look at that new thing they said in the Fort Lauderdale beaches. A lot of Haitians that have come to the Fort Lauderdale beach have worms in their feet, little tiny worms. And the worms go out and they go in the sand. And to beware that you don't get the worms between your toes because those worms grow. Was that and, a real thing? Yes. And they, go, <laughs> wait, and they go up your leg. They showed photographs of this black man that had worms in his legs. And you could actually see the worms underneath his skin because he had the Haitian foot you know, there's a, like There's a lot. An order episode though, where they use worms to eat eat bacteria in your skin when you have some kind of disease, and they actually insert worms into you to like eat, eat it away, and then they take them out. Afterwards well, if to you, heal you if you diseases. develop wor- worms in your stomach, you know how they get the worms out. No. Yeah, you have to lay naked, spread your cheeks, and they put food outside of your butthole, and the worm comes <laughs> out, and the worm comes out to eat. No, that's true. Wow. Yeah, right. No, that's worm. true. <laughs> It's true. It's like a little pet. And then after it eats, it goes back in. On that note, we're going to take another music break. Cut the water. <laughs> you have to go get another one because this is almost gone. But the other All right, everybody. So David Britt is a great country artist. He's got an album coming out, Country Flow. It's coming out next week on Tuesday. This is his first hit single, To Hell With Your Love. Yeah.
clouds roll in Let the rain hit my face Let the memory of you just dissipate Let the wind howl loud Let the tears stream and flow Let me feel this pain So I can't let you go There's not a drink of beer, not a gun, not a knife To take away this pain that you brought to my life I'm gonna put on my cowboy boots and just settle Say to hell with your love Say to hell with your love Let your cut bleed out Let it fall from my skin Let it stain my soul Let it tear from within Let the wind howl out Let the tears stream and flow Let this pain eat up my heart So I can't let you go There's not a right you guys that's david brits to hell with your love and it's awesome and the album country flow is available tuesday coming out next week on tuesday on the 10th it's gonna be awesome 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 what are you looking for what happened who died somebody in cindy lady lake and lady lake jen are not here today they're uh, really cool a very very good friend of them passed away yesterday and so they're not unable to oh i'm sorry show. girls we want to send condolences yeah hey that's sad and uh, never wish it on anybody. No. Maybe uh, a mother-in-law once in a while, but hey not now. anybody else. <laughs> yeah, listen to you. What'd you say, Chad? I said, hey, now. Come on, Ron. That's right. Play nice. No, no, I know. A lot of my friends, they wish their mother-in-law. Oh, he doesn't like dead. his old mother-in-law. My ex, oh. my ex guy's mother-in-law. He doesn't mother-in-law? have a mother-in-law with me. I don't have a no. mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I don't, I don't have a mother-in-law. I always tell my kids, marry an orphan. <laughs> and then you don't have in-law, or what they call outlaw problems. 
So one more time, we want to tell everybody, please vote for us for the Shorty Awards for Best Web Show. We also want to give a shout-out and say, hey, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show on our home station, W4CY Radio, with the greatest engineer ever, which is his chat room. It even says he's the greatest engineer mm-hmm. in the chat room. I don't Mr. know how that got Mr. there. Mr. Chad Murphy. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear us on WROM Radio in Detroit. You're making too much noise. Yeah. I'm trying to get the label know, off the bottom. I'm that. so sorry. Everything I fucking do bugs uh, you. Yeah. Oh. Maybe, I, maybe I should just leave Detroit. the show. Maybe don't, I should just go away don't, now. Don't make the noise. Well, don't be so... Uh, you know, if you were on your TV show, would you do that? No, because we're professional. Okay. Oh, <laughs> listen to him. All right. So we're also on Monster FM Radio in New York, Planet Radio Network in New York, LA, Ontario, and London, WBAD.net in Washington, D.C., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, K4HD Radio in LA. You can also hear us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. We also want to thank our TV syndicates, LGBTQ TV, and Roku. There you go. You want to tell them about Roku? I'm not speaking anymore. Okay, so you don't want to tell them about Roku? I think you told me you were going to like say all. Tell us about about Roku. Roku. Well, only because I'm I'm stuck with this character. I married him. God, why did I ever do that? I'll never know. But I did. It's too late to get back out because I'm a Catholic and I don't believe in divorce. <laughs> if you believe that, I got a bridge I could sell you. But anyway, uh, yes, Roku, my friends. You know, we have a TV show on Roku. And we were not open to the public because we were looking for sponsors and we had to get approval from Roku. Roku, I understand, is a bitch on wheels. Very difficult to get your show on because if you say heck or hell, you're or off any the other air. bad words that he said in the last 20 okay. minutes. Well, right. oh, oh, no, but that's okay because they'll all be, uh, they'll all be bleeped, so I don't care. Um, anyway, so we had a little difficulty with that. We met, we met with our producers on Monday, and they said, you're going to have to become a private show. So immediately I got an erection. I said, private show? Oh, I love that. It sounds so classy. Listen to you, know, you. Well, it's like you know a country club, a private privacy only like only big wigs could go in and see our show i got off from it so i said okay what is it that we do well when you register on your roku if you are buying a new roku you do what they tell you then you have to go and you have to click on uh i want to put it on what is it called Private sh- Some crap. You'll, you'll, you'll go through the tutorial. Okay, It'll I'll go you. through the tutorial. Jimmy all right. Do that. So Wait, you guys, I'm not finished. Okay, not finished. go ahead. Go ahead. Then once you do all that baloney, then you hit the show, and we're on demand, which means you could see any show you want as many times as you want, and select the show that you want to see with the star on it that you like the most. I am thrilled to say that come and join us and be private, darlings, because now we're private. We're not public like the rest of the crap on television. We are a club member. It's free. It doesn't cost you a nickel. And you only do it once. You never have to do it again. So after you've registered with us, every time you go in, just fly right in. So um, come on in and watch us. We go public in a couple of days. How about this then? Should I give them the technical Yes, Jimmy's going to give you the technical part because you know I twist everything upside down, inside out, and all around. All right, you guys. So if you want to see the Jimmy Star Shoe on Roku television, first you have to make sure you have a Roku machine. Which Roku is 35 bucks. It's no big deal. Buy your Roku machine, and when you when you buy it, before you can install it, you have to actually like go and register your Roku like you do with everything when you oh, buy things. Oh, can I have to say something else? Roku is not only for our show. We of course we have Roku. I lo- I watch Netflix all the time. I see all the great shows like Orange is the New Black, all of them without commercial. I see movies 
old movies, new movies, Hulu, fabulous Netflix, movies. There's a million things. I go to other sites. I see rock concerts. I get the news. I get the sports. I get everything. I don't even watch the rest of television. My cable bill used to be 170 bucks a month. Now, since we're with Roku, we don't use that crap. I got rid of HBO with their garbage over and over again, the 1942 movies. Who needs it? We have to pay for it. Now I go to... I use Roku. My bills are whatever I want it to be. $7 a month to pay for Netflix. I get everything I need and on Netflix. And $8 a month for Hulu. Right. And then if I want a current movie, two ninety eight. Jimmy and I sit there. We can't go if to the movies. it's not on Netflix and Hulu. Right. And then new movies. We can't go to a new movie for 3 bucks each, even though we, we lie and say we're seniors. <laughs> 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 and we get senior tickets, it's still like 12, 14 bucks. So here you can see a current movie for two ninety nine. And if you've got five or six people there, they're all watching the movie with you for two ninety nine. I love Roku. Apple's coming out now. And who else, Jim? Uh, Google, Apple, Roku. Everybody. Yeah, cable cable to TV. Kindle's getting ready to, have to do one or might be Right. One Time too. Warner. You know, I have ins at Time Warner still because I used to be with them. I have some ins with some big shots. And they said that Time Warner now is going to do the same thing. So you're not going to have to pay one big, big, big uh, cable bill. Now you'll pay as you use which is good because if you're away for three weeks and you're not using your cable, you're paying for it. Whereas with Roku or Apple or the other ones, you only pay for what you want. It's select TV. And it's cheap as hell. And we're going to be on all of them eventually, but right now we're on right. Roku. So now, here's I what you- now, I don't know that they might raise those prices as they become big shots because you know how they rob us all the time. But right now it's a good time to get in because it's cheap as dirt and it's great television. Get your get your get yourself a Roku, you guys. When you get your Roku, you have to register it online. So you go to owner.roku.com. You fill in your name and all that different stuff. Um, and then on the on the on the page, once you've registered everything, all you have to do is hit select, add a private channel, add a private channel, and it'll give you a thing. What channel do you want? And you t- plug in LGBTQ TV. Do it slowly. Do it slowly. L. Everybody knows it. LGBTQ No, people my age get confused. We do it backwards. They can repeat the song. LGBTQ TV. I'll do it like this. For all us old bags. Here we go. L. G. G. B. B. T. T. Q. Q. T. T. V. V. And if you didn't get that, kill yourself. All right. So you fill in LGBTQ TV as your private channel, and underneath it, you hit add channel. When you do that, that'll automatically set you up to be on Roku. Then when you go to your Roku machine on your TV and you look at the channels where it says Netflix and all that other stuff, it'll also say LGBTQ TV. And all you do is click on it, and then all the shows are there, and you pick what show you want to watch. It's really, really cool, and it's a lot of fun. And we're going to have, we have about five or six shows up, and we should have a few more coming up in the next week. Now, to tell you what that stands for, you could laugh your ass off. It stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, curious. No, questioning. Questioning television. I mean, what kind of crap is that? I mean, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. We sound like a disease. I know, but that's just the way it is. I know, but they could have made it like gay TV, something pretty. Who wants to know lesbian, gay, bisexual, they don't. They transsexual? Just, well, first of all, everybody in the world, even the dumb moron duck, duck dynasty people know LGBT because that's what, that's what the community is called all around the world. Everywhere. Well, I'm sure a few of those duck dynasty people are G-A-Y. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hate those people. Anyway, in a second, we're going to be calling our next guest. We're going to do one more song break before that. How's that, Chad? Yes. Let's do Let's do the Paris tune, you guys. This is Paris tune featuring Tanya Tiet and Sister Sledge. The name of the song is Reflections of a Disco Ball. I love this. I love this one. I love it.
And that's reflections of a disco ball. The best, the best ever on this radio station. That is the absolute best. I love it. I love it. I love it. I cannot go. <laughs> Stop Ron dancing. was grooving. I, I friggin' love it. You guys, it's by Paris Tune featuring Tanya Tiet and the Sister Sledge, and it love comes it. out for a worldwide purchase on Tuesday, February oh. 10th. So it comes out next week. Everybody can get it. And so get it, get it. Man, you cannot have a party in your home without this piece of music. Everybody, even the old broken old bags will get up and dance like me. It is just fabulous. I love Sister Sledge. Mm. Yay. So in the meantime, we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, Mary Stein. Hello, hello. Hi. How you guys you are hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> We're having a party here. We're having a good time. So, Mary, before we get started, let me introduce you to the crew. We got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, Mary. Welcome to the show. Hey. Good to have you. Then we got my cool, outrageous, <laughs> we got my cool, outrageous man about town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell. Mary, hey, I, Ron. I cannot <laughs> tell you how excited I am to have you on the show because... You made a movie with a very dear friend of mine, and we'll talk about it in just a little bit. There you go. Oh, great. And, 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 and you just don't stop working oh. either. I mean, you're all over the friggin' place. And also, yes, it's true, you are. You like the big, 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 big she, pause there. You work your little buns off, honey. You're all over. I mean, we, we read your film credits. Forget about it. You work with the big, big biggies. There you go. Yeah. And, I've um, got a good run. You got, oh, yeah. you're, well, you're, you're still you're, having a good run. Well, you know run. why that is? Because you're a damn good actress. If you stank, you'd be back there still pushing around to look for an extra role as a, as a, as a waitress or something. In a B-roll. In a B-roll. <laughs> so also, Mary, uh, we've got a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat room. Happy duty. There you go. So, so everybody, this is Mary Stein. You probably know her. First of all, if you were a Pro, if you were a Providence fan, she was on the television show Providence. She was in Men in Black Two, Monkey Bone, which I absolutely loved. Mm -hmm. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which I love. I even have, believe it or not, Mary, I have a six foot tall Grinch. That that uh, a big stuffed animal. It's like six foot tall. We put it at the Christmas tree every year. Uh, everybody Aww. always loves it when I put pictures. So like I love that. She was in Babe Pig in the City. She was in the Changeling, and she's got a brand Changeling, new film. Changeling, that's the one. And that's then the film. And she's got a new film Ow. called Little Boy, coming out soon. When is Little Boy coming out? I know it's coming out soon, but I don't know when. Yeah, February twenty fourth. There we go, February twenty fourth. Everybody, Little Boy. So how about we're going to talk about some of your other credits, and then we'll go into Little Boy. How's that? Sounds good. Awesome. Let's start with. Angie Voigt, as I know her, who was Angelina Jolie as a grown-up. What's Angie uh, like to work? I know, I know Angie personally, and I love and adore her, so this has to be a very nice quote. Otherwise, <laughs> I'll come through the microphone and choke you. But I, 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 know her, I know her as a child and as a teenager. She grew up in my house in Beverly Hills. She lived around the corner on Roxbury. Aww. We lived on Spalding. My daughter went to school with her. They played together. I love Love and adore Angie Voigt. So if you didn't have a good experience, lie. <laughs> no, she. Now I don't know. She could be a bitch to work with. She could be a brat. I don't know. But as a person, she's a heartwarming, sensitive, loving, good-natured, sweetheart, shy girl. What is she like on film? Well, uh, my scenes. I was shooting the same day that she was shooting because she threw out the film. But I didn't actually have. She wasn't in my scene. I mean, my scene was with the police officers and the little boy that was the changeling. Right. And, you know, um, so she was on set 
and you know, I saw her, and um, coincidentally, one of the makeup artists that I worked with on The Grinch was her makeup artist, and um, so we uh, hung out a little. But I think she was. Uh oh, we lost you. Uh oh, uh oh. Right at the best Live part. Radio, right at the best part. This is like a serial. Stay tuned next week. <laughs> at the very We're best part. We're leaving you hanging right there at the uh, good part. I'm <laughs> hanging. What are you kidding? She got, she got, she dropped the call right at the the moment. That's the, so the essence of the moment. Isn't that funny though the way that works? Wow, <laughs> that, that's a that's a biggie. Anyway, folks, this film was supposed to take place in the 1920s, and it's about a woman whose son disappears, and yet nobody believes that she has a son, and they put her in a crazy house because they think she's rampant. It's a very good. It's movie. a fabulous movie, and this gal that we're interviewing now did a brilliant uh, role in it, and she, of course, as she said, she didn't work on Angie's uh, shots. Shoots, but uh, I want to hear what the what the lot had to say about all the workers. There you go. You know, I can't believe what's that going Angie- on, Chad. Can we get her back? Hello, Mary. We got cut off. I don't know why. Hello, are you back? <laughs> yeah. Boy, you did a cliffhanger I, on. I know that was like a such cliffhanger. <laughs> Everybody's saying, what, what, what? You couldn't have dropped your call at a better time. It was an absolute, like a serial of the 1945. <laughs> Fabulous. Now let's hear, what is it? Da-da-da-da. Finish the st- sentence. Well, what did, which I don't even know where I got cut off. What you I, got caught off when you said, well, Angie is <laughs> clip. Oh, well, oh, right there. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you know, my scenes weren't with her. So um, she was on set because she's throughout the film, um, but her mother had just passed, so she was pretty much to herself, and um, she's pretty thin at the time. And um, but you know, from what I gather, she's lovely. I have nothing. Well, I'm, you know. I'm happy. I don't know her at work. I, I ran into Angie in the drugstore in Beverly Hills about five or six years ago. And she was, no, it was more than that because she was married to that weird guy with the blood vials. What was his uh, name? Billy Bob. Billy Bob, right. who, who's, who's turned out, yeah. by the way, to be an excellent actor. I do like his work. Yeah. You know, from a yeah. screwball from a screwball to a, an A-plus actor. And Angie right. was lovely, and we chatted, and she was so happy to see me. And she was a lovely grown-up woman. Uh, so I'm happy to hear that she was good on the set. Now, that movie is one of my favorites, not only because of Angie, but because of the subject matter. It's a true story. I believe. Am I correct? Yeah, it took place in, uh, I believe, 1928. That's right. And, and um, yeah, it's harrowing. As a matter of fact, as sort of grisly as that film is, from what I've heard, um, they left stuff out. It was a pretty harrowing story, and it's really interesting to see uh, what the state of the LAPD was and the corruption at that time. And, yeah. Well, they put her in yep. the crazy house saying that she never had a child. Right, it was, now, yeah. Now, for, for people that didn't see the film, please tell us what you did in that film. Um, I played the mother of the little boy that, um, that well. The fake little boy that they try to tell her is her little boy? Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to say this in a way that it's not a spoiler, but um, yeah, so they change out a little boy 
uh, for her missing little boy and try to convince her that it's hers. And I'm the mother of the, that little boy. So. Anyway, and good. you were and you were excellent in the film. I know the film well. Oh, thank you. Well, I've seen the film thank a few you. times because of my Angie. I I watch all. I mean, I watch uh, the Tourist with Angie. Lee. You, you ever see the Tourist with? Um, I haven't. Oh my I haven't god! Either. Oh so my funny? god! Oh my god! I he talks about it all oh the time. My like god. it's like his favorite. When Angie is walking down the piazza in this beautiful beige wraparound scarf and brown leather right. gloves, high heels, she's the most beautiful vision of a woman you've ever seen in your life, and the way she. She's walking the way the camera works. You know exactly what she's going to do without one bit of dialogue. It's a brilliant piece of work. The DP on that was excellent. He was a genius. Um, that's my favorite film. But I've seen your film a few times. Now let's move on to Tom uh-huh. Hanks. Tom Hanks came up in a. Wait, 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 I just want to do one thing, Jimmy. Hey, but how do you know? Because I might be, be wrong. About what? About the no, Hanks. Hanks. You, you work with Tom Hanks, right? No. Who oh, was Jimmy, who said you, Jimmy said you did. I thought you worked with who was who was the person who like put you in? I guess it was the Grinch or something. Uh, oh, you're talking about Ron Howard? Oh, it was Ron Howard. Okay, oh, I messed oh, okay. up. Okay, I messed up. We were at lunch talking. And I thought oh, it was Tom well, Hanks. Well, anyway, let me conclude what I was saying so people know what we're talking about. Uh, Jimmy and I had uh, dinner with Lainey Kazan a few nights ago, and Tom Hanks' okay. name came up, and that's why I was going to mm-hmm. talk to you about Tom Hanks. But Ron well, Howard. Well, I auditioned for Nicholas Kazan before. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you want? I met Nicholas Kazan uh, years ago, actually, and auditioned and was called back. I can't remember what the film was, but that's kind of cool. So okay. is Lainey Kazan... Um, Related? His, no. Well, not, of course. Really? No, really? No, Lainey has a daughter, Jennifer. Oh, okay. And her Len- husband. Lenny Kazan, the reason we were talking about it is because they're doing the Big Fat Greek Wedding too, and like Tom right. Hanks and Rita Wilson are doing it. And they're she was produced- the mother oh. in the first one. And, wow. I'm, and I'm a good friend of Lenny's for like a thousand years. But um, we talked about Lenny Kazan. Kazan is her mother's name. Lenny's real name mm-hmm. is Lenny Levine. Lenny Levine. Why? It's, it's in her book. It's in her press. Okay. okay. She's Lenny Levine. <laughs> but she took Kazan because it was her mother's name. So she's not re- related to Eli or anybody else uh-huh. by, the, by the name of Kazan. Mm-hmm. You know who Lenny is, of course, that fabulous singer actress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't know her, the younger jerks. You know, all the old bags know her, but not that you're an old bag. <laughs> <laughs> but, Foot but, in but, mouth. <laughs> But, but no, you're in the biz. Listen, you're in the biz. I'm in the biz. We know everybody. I mean, come on. If, if you didn't see them at a party, you saw them at your shrink's office or at the plastic surgeon's office. I mean, you know, you see them in all the hangouts that we go to. Or the Silver Spoon. Did you ever go to the Silver Spoon? Did you ever, no. Did you ever hear of the Silver Spoon on Santa Monica? That's a diner. They tore it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Is, is it gone now? Yeah, yeah it's gone. I used to hang out there with Shelly Winters and the whole gang. I used to bring Jane Russell there Whoa. for lunch. It was like actually, we should. You need to preface because she doesn't know anything about you. But Ron had a, a TV oh. show in California called Set the Record Straight. It was on Time Warner. Oh. He interviewed all the legends of Hollywood, like Tab Hunter, Cliff Roberts, Jane you know, all Russell. the Jane Russell, Whoa. the older, the all older the, generation, all the, big, all all the, the biggies, the real big, big stars. From from back wow, in the day, that must have been incredible. And so he knows a lot yeah. of all those people, and they're all my friends because you know we're all well. They're about ten or fifteen years older than I, but we're all good buddies. Like I hang out with Arlene Dahl and and uh, you know just a whole bunch of us and Terry Moore. All the all that are left mm. from the all that are left from the old days, and a lot of us <laughs> used to eat at the Golden Spoon with Shelley and with uh, Robert I Foster. It was a silver Spoon, Silver Spoon, and Robert <laughs> Foster. See how old I am? I don't even know what spoon I'm using. Um, and Robert Foster, 
Anyway, I wish it was still there because I would make a date with you when we come out to California and take you to lunch there. It's like old home week. Oh. Well, there are still other restaurants here. That's true. Well, I have to find out where Gloria, the wait, Gloria was our waitress, and we loved, loved, loved Gloria. So I want to find out where Gloria's working because I'm sure everybody followed Gloria, and that'll be my new hangout when we move back to California. There you go. Yeah. All right, so I'm well, going to move. Maybe she's going Maybe she's gone over to the Formosa Cafe. I hear that's kind of a cool hangout. Formosa Cafe? I, I yeah, used to, do you remember? Like oh, a lot sure. of people. I, I used to go um, to Formosa all the time. You, yeah. As a matter of fact, when I first came to California many moons ago, I it's not on my resume, but I was working as a waitress at the Formosa Cafe. And all, you know, like Treat Williams came in and a lot of celebrities, including... Eddie Murphy, and they um, ended up shooting Beverly Hills Cops 2 there, and uh, they they put me in the film. Oh, that was cool. Was, that, that's what made you yeah. the great actress you are today. You started as a waitress. Yeah, I don't think so, so did Michelle Pfeiffer. But, Michelle Pfeiffer started as a waitress, and look where she went. But the, the Formosa Cafe it used to be Lana Turner's hangout, and Clark A. I wow. mean, the big biggies used to go there. Uh, when I was a little boy, right. about 10 years old, we moved to California, and I lived on Poinsettia which is right down the road from the, the, the Formosa Cafe, not far at all. Right. And um, uh-huh. I remember the people talking about, uh, like, people, Lana Turner. What's a Lana Turner? I had no idea. I was so little. And then as I grew up, I used to kick myself in the ass saying, Jesus, why don't I go there and look at her? But then I met Lana about a month or two before she passed away because I'm good friends mm. with her daughter, uh, Cheryl Crane. And Lana was mm-hmm. was absolutely lovely and a great star. But yes, I will check out the Formosa Cafe. Now, all, all right. about you. What's going on in your life? I got a boyfriend, a no, husband. On, what no, are no, you no, doing? No, we're not doing that yet. We're gonna do some. No, I gotta do things. my stuff. No, we'll do that later. Hold on, we're gonna go back. So first of all, I want to congratulate you because I I went over all your body of work. I've seen almost all of it. I uh, have. I, love the, I have. I love the variety that you've got. You know, going from drama to comedy. I really love Monkey Bone, and it had such a stellar like cast of mm-hmm. of people are in that movie. You know, and and I think that the first I just guess I want to say kudos. You know, like you've got a great body of work. You're doing a lot of great, great things. A lot of working with a lot of really big people. Some roles are bigger than other roles, but they're all like really good roles. And so, congratulations to you. Yeah, but she makes a role important, important, important. I, I'm familiar with work. I'm not bluffing you. I, I I do like your work a lot. I've seen you in a lot <laughs> of stuff. And you know, you may be on for a few minutes, but it becomes a very important few minutes. And you're you're and you're you're remember. You, you, memorable? Memorable. Memorable, yes. Mm. Me- memorable. <laughs> so that's important because, you know, some actors are on the screen for two and a half hours and you don't remember who they are the next day. And then some performers are on for 20 minutes and all you do is talk about their performance. I love You're it. You're a 20-minute hmm. girl. There you go. So, <laughs> so let's talk a little. I don't bit. know. I think I think it was on there more than twenty. No, you know, but and, I mean, um, I know that. But that's Babe Pig in the City. Yeah. No, oh, Babe Pig in the City. So how was Babe Pig in the right. City? How was doing that? <clears throat> Extraordinary. I had an extraordinary time. I'm, I was flown down to um, Australia and lived in Sydney. And um, the Fox, we mainly we shot on the Fox lot down there. Uh, just exquisite sets and costumes and uh, working with George Miller um, and Magda, who's like the premier comedian down in Australia. Yeah, that was extraordinary. And then part of it we shot down in a little rural area or farm area called uh, Robertson. And um, 
it was just gorgeous. I love it. Being on the farm and staying at some really exquisite places. And it's really cool. That's that's what makes a shoot really fun when you when you when you love where you're shooting and you're not stuck in some alley. Uh, Like like when I was on Charlie's Angels, we shot in a a porno theater down on uh, in um, Silver Lake. And Jacqueline Smith uh-huh. was supposed to be a cop undercover who's pretending to be a hooker. And we had to shoot the whole se- the whole scene in this dirty theater, dark, horrible, like, ugh. <laughs> he prefers, he prefers just, the luxury no. shoot. No, I, I would, no. So welcome to Business. Yeah, I know, but I I prefer to be a, I prefer to be on Lake Como in a sailboat with George <laughs> with George Clooney doing a love scene. No, I think let's go back to Babe Pig in the City because it's a sequel to a movie that was so well received and there's a lot of pressure and uh, you know coming out with the sequel and the sequel was very very good. Like like that had to be like incredibly exciting because because you had such a big role in the film. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> yeah, answer. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I mean, that particular <laughs> film, I had done a film right before that called Man of the Year, and I had um, a lead in that, and that had gone to the Toronto Film Festival and had done very well. I actually saw, and, isn't that uh, one about the Playboy, play, Playgirl? Yeah. Play, yes. I saw that. Yeah, the, We're gay, so we yeah. see all that stuff. No, that, that was good. I liked that. I liked that a lot. Jimmy oh, and I, God, that was so incredible, too, because I had shot that film, and I didn't really think um, that many people had seen it. And um, I knew that I had done really good work in that film, and I guess Babe came off of it. But anyway, when um, I was down in Sydney, which is actually a very um, gay, bisexual, you know, uh, area, um, people recognize me all the time from that film. So I think, you know, a lot of people had seen that film uh, all over the world, which was just surprising to me you know but, but why is it whenever they recognize me why is it whenever they recognize you or me or anybody it's always when we're eating <laughs> do you do you find that to be so nobody recognized me in stores or on the street nowhere the minute i sit down in a restaurant and i'm having business with somebody somebody will come over and say are you ron russell the crazy guy that does those way out interviews i say no i just look like him <laughs> <laughs> now, I well, I have to say, fun. like with me, a, a, I mean, sometimes people recognize me, but because I'm a character actor and I look yeah. so extremely different mm-hmm. in most of what I do, it's people tend to know they know me, but they can't figure out where from. But you That's know, I definitely fun. get a lot of stares, but people can't always place it. It's I you know, it's it. the life of a character actor, especially well, I, I somebody love, that's played as different roles as I have. I yeah. love when I lived in Palm Springs and I was walking out of a restaurant one time with some friends and these people were buzzing. They said, that's Tony Curtis. Because most of my life, people used to say I look like Tony Curtis and I sound like Tony. We have the same accent. I don't know anymore at my age, but years ago. And I used to like, that was a thrill to be compared to Tony Curtis. Now I guess they say there's Bella Lugosi. I don't know. <laughs> You know, well, I get Cynthia Nixon a lot of times. Oh, yes, I would totally yes, see Cynthia totally, Nixon. I totally, totally see that. Absolutely. If I didn't know who you were, I would confuse the two of you totally. Yeah, I can see that one too. <laughs> All right, so let's go to the new film. You have a new film opening February 24th. It's called Little Boy. Um, it has a stellar, stellar, amazing cast. Emily Watson, Kevin James, Tom Wilkinson, who I love, Michael Rappaport, who I love from like a lot of his like, hip-hop-y kind of movies that he did, Ted Levine, who I really love, and Ali 
Laundry. Mm-hmm. Just a great, great cast of people coming out February 24th. I'm going to read what the IMDb uh, little thing said to give people like a little synopsis of it. But it says a seven-year-old boy is willing to do whatever it takes to end World War II so he can bring his father home. The story reveals the indescribable love a father has for his little boy and the love a son has for his father. Tell us a little bit about the film, and then we're going to actually play the trailer for people to mm-hmm. see it. Yeah, I mean, it takes place in um, 1940s, and a sort of the backdrop is is visually uh, like a Norman Rockwell picture, small town America, World War II, and the little boy is the runt of the town. The dad goes away to war, and while his dad is gone, he really uh, grows up and learns to believe in himself, which he hadn't uh, been able to do prior to that because he was kind of protected by his dad and the town uh, kind of was mean to him. So it's got a lot of great universal themes. I love that. You know, prejudice, bullying, prejudice and bullying and gossiping and that sort of thing. And I play a church gossip, so I create Oh, so you're the uh, one creating all the problems. Oh, you're the bitch. You're (laughs) the bitch. I I definitely contribute. Okay. um, I definitely stir the pot in Uh the name of the good Lord. Okay, here's what we're going to do. So as I said, you're the bitch. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I do it in a very kind way. Oh, okay. I okay. You're the, well. you're, the sneaky, well. you're the sneaky. You're the sneaky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. So, hang on one second, man. Sounds We're gonna good. play this for everybody. Here's the trailer, everybody, for Little Boy. Hey, where's your cane, Tiny Tim? Yeah, it's really too soon to make any diagnosis. Let's just say you're a little boy. My story takes place on the home front. That's my dad. I wanted to be just like him. Everything we did became a great adventure. Do you believe we can do this? Yes, I believe we can do this. Partner, do you believe you can do this? I believe I can do this. Pepper, Flint, Busby, it's time to go to bed. Always good in the old Busby home, or so I thought. You're going to war. Yes. I don't want you to go. Why can't we stay together? moment of truth. I am searching for the chosen one. You. The movement of an object to inner power. Do you believe you can do this? Yes! I believe I can move it! You wanted the bottle to move so much. It moved. Your faith is powerful. But if I get enough faith, nothing's impossible, right? Even bringing my dad home? Your faith won't work if you have even the slightest bit of doubt. What if I can bring dad back? How? How are you going to bring dad back? I can move a mountain. Want to move a mountain? There's one. Go ahead. Move it. Was that an earthquake? It's a miracle. It's up to you to achieve the impossible. It takes courage to believe. Your father would be more than proud of you. Looks good. That's Little Boy, everybody, with Mary Stein on the line right now. So, Mary, I think this movie looks phenomenal. 
I'm also like a crybaby. I cry like in like all the like emotional kind of like movies, and I have a feeling I'm sure I'm going to cry in this movie. Because he's a big sissy. I hope so. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one from Brooklyn. I'm the tough guy. you got to get a lot to make me cry. I will I totally wait, cry. I can't wait to see it. It's February what, Jim? February 24th. So tell me, is this coming out in theaters, or how is this coming out? Yes. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yes to all. Yes to everything, or just yes to one? Theaters. To theaters. So we'll, yeah, defi- we'll definitely be there. So, and, and see yeah, it. it's already the trailer's already running all over the place. Good in um, theaters. Yeah. Good. Uh, now I let's talk it. a little bit about you. No uh, wait, wait. Wait. I, no, wait, I, I want to get back. into I'm the good done, stuff. I know, but I'm not done with this yet. <laughs> Nobody cares. I want to know. I want to know. I they, wanna, they, I'm a yenta. They want the good stuff. I want to know how it's uh, the good stuff. Is how is Tom Wilkinson? Because he's like one of the greatest actors on the planet. No, I'm going to ask the a better question. The, I know. I know. You're going to ask completely. Tom Wilkinson is extraordinary. I'll just say he's like, I've heard this about um, Helen Mirren also. Love her. He reminds me of this quote where somebody that was working with her said it's like she brings a cathedral on the set with her, meaning, and Tom Wilkinson's the same way, at least for me. It's it's mesmerizing because he's so, I, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it except that you just get completely, you feel like you're, in that world you just it's like you don't have to work at you know making uh believe you know for yourself that it's real in any way it's so full i really felt like i was trans he's a priest so and i when i was a a little kid i remember going to church and i just felt like i was with this priest in this church i felt his history i just felt um, he's just transporting. I it's love just, it. You just forget your acting. You, for, you just get absorbed like, into the world. Like he would be <laughs> one of the people, if I could pick somebody to be in a movie with, he would be one of the people I would pick because everything he does is super stellar. And one more question, and then I'll let Ron ask you his questions. Uh, how about Ted Levine? He'll let like, me. Do you I, love that? I, 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 love, I love Ted Levine. I'm a big <laughs> horror horror movie fan. I, I always say, uh, how do you say Horror. Horror. Horror, okay. Yeah, Jimmy says horror. I'm, I'm a big horror. <laughs> horror. I'm a big horror fan. I'm a big horror movie fan, and Ted Levine was in uh, uh, The Hills Have Eyes, the first remake that got done, and he gets killed in that, and he is, mm-hmm. he is great in it. So I've always been a fan of his since then because that's like 20 years ago. And uh, Well, I know Ted Levine. Ted Levine, I know him from Monk. Yes, from Monk also. Oh, yeah, because you, you, were, you were on Monk once before, or no? Did you do any guest shots on Monk? No, no, I came close once, but no. okay. Uh, I know him from Monk also, but I like him better from like The Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> so was he a oh, cool? Really? Was he was he cool? Well, what do you mean cool? <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're foxy lady. I love how you skirt around these things. I, I guess I rode with him a bunch in transport, you know, because we're transported right. from set to set and that sort of thing, and to and actually to the fox set from where we're staying, which was like a couple miles away. Um, he is interesting is what I would say. Okay. <laughs> he's interesting and he's, I think he really uses, he, he seems kind of method to me and he definitely uses a sort of rebel uh, approach and does not really worry too much about uh, Everybody he does else. what he needs to do. He he does what he needs to do to get the job done. Okay. Sort of, sort of Marlon Brand, sort of modern Marlon Brando ish. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're up, Ron. Okay. Well, anyway, you know, 
two things I want to start with. The first thing is the way you answer your questions. You're a smart girl. Uh, Lana Turner, before she passed away, and I had a long conversation, and I was talking to her about my career and about film and TV. She said, Ron, let me pass one thing on to you. She said, remember, in our business, everybody's fabulous, everybody's wonderful, everybody's your friend, and you love everyone. She said, and you'll become a star. And I remember that. So now when Jimmy and I have something that we don't like, I say, Lana Turner, Lana Turner. <laughs> which, means, which, means, which means kiss kiss ass, kiss ass, kiss ass, you know. Anyway, that's what you do. You don't kiss ass, but I mean, you just. No, that's no you skirt true. You skirt the issues, and I think you do it brilliantly. No, but honestly, I don't know. See, you think that I'm doing that, but the truth is I don't know how to articulate how. Well, we, we, um, have, we have an easy know, way to do it. They stink or they're good, you know. That's what you do. No, no, but I think he's. Ex- I honestly, I think he's extraordinary. It's just his sort of navigation. I mean, you know, the way different people navigate and yes. show up and get the job done is yes. different. Right. And I, to be honest, I don't think you know people say creepy things and shitty things about yes. other people at times, including people that. Um, you know, like people have said things about Jim Carrey or lots of people. And the truth is, if they can deliver under the crazy circumstances that he was, mm-hmm. you know, I just say be in that guy's shoes because you don't know what he was going through because a lot of stuff comes at you when you're on a set. It's kind of like the Wild West. And you better believe so, that one. <laughs> you know, if people, if people can keep it together mm-hmm. and deliver, mm-hmm. you need to cut them a break. I'm not saying people that are uh, super abusive. I don't condone that. But, you know, come no, on. I mean, some, people say creepy things about even the nicest exactly. guys. Exactly. That's true. On, well, it's called, it's called jealousy. <laughs> well, somebody was getting down on, like, Jeremy Irons at one point. And honestly, Love you Jeremy. could not meet a nicer guy Love than him. That. Love so him. you just got to understand most of what people say. And this is coming from somebody that just played a gossip. That well, most of what people say is when, bullshit. When, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, about actors and stuff. And when people say nasty things, I just don't. I think I you got to be careful in terms of what you believe. Mary, when I, when I was 19, I made a movie with Tab Hunter. I thought he was the mm-hmm. most obnoxious snob, and I hated his guts. And I would tell everybody, forget working with Tab Hunter. He's a selfish, creepy, no-give actor. Well, 50 mm-hmm. years later, I interviewed him on my TV show. I found mm-hmm. him to be the most wonderful, loving, delicious, delightful guy. We're good friends. I love Tab. I, I was such a fool to judge a book by its cover. Tab said, Ron, Ron, I was working with Sophia Loren in a major, major movie, a lot of money, and I had to do my work, and I had to do it well, because Sophia, the minute she came on the screen, ate up the scenery. He said, I was stressed. I rest my case, yeah, exactly. Okay, he said, Ron, I was stressed. And I said, you know, mm-hmm. I was 19, first movie I was ever in. What the hell did I know? I was green behind the ears. I said, now I understand. And Tab Hunter is wonderful. I love him. Mm-hmm. Did you ever meet Tab mm-hmm. Hunter? Have you ever met him? I haven't. Oh, no. if you do, he's delightful. Just delightful. All right, you guys. So we've got... Two- As you are, Mary, you're yeah, delightful. Yeah, he loves you. During, she- during the tr- thing, he was saying how much he loved talking well, to you. Well, because, because she said <laughs> bullshit and because she comes back and she's real and she's honest and she's a damn good actress. And I like people. When they work well, I respect them. If they stink, 
and all they are is cleavage and nipples, and they get movies made. I don't think much of those people. Well, you know what I'm talking about. I've got a big pair of. How do you really feel? No, wait a minute, Mary, Mary, Mary. Come on, they come on the set with fake water balloons in their tits, and they think they're stars. I mean, those people can't act their way out of a bag. But an actress like you comes along. She she agrees. No, but an actress like you that comes along. She's just being diplomatic. No, no, no. Of course, listen. You deliver what you're given. Okay, those tit jobs don't deliver anything. They just think, oh, oh, oh. Marilyn Monroe was something else. Okay, we've got a minute and a half, so I want to get into and say some stuff. So first of all, everybody, Mary Stein, you guys, she's fabulous. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Miss Mary Stein, M-S Mary, S-T-E-I-N. Follow her on Twitter. Everybody's got to go see her new film, Little Boy, opening February 24th. Stellar cast. It looks like a great, great story. And, and congratulations on the role in your entire career, Mary. It's really, really fantastic. We also want to thank Clint Morris from October Coast and Publishing for setting this interview up. And uh, we wish you all the luck with this film and all the films that you make. We had a really great time talking with you, and we wish you the best in your career. And anytime you have anything to promote, let us know. And Mary, I hope, Thanks, Ron and Jimmy. I hope maybe we could have lunch one day at the Formosa Cafe. Absolutely. Wouldn't that be fun? That. Wouldn't that be fun? Absolutely. We're coming out there. We're Terrific. coming out there later this year. So yeah. So Mary, good luck with it okay. all. Thank you so so much. Bye, okay, darling. Thank you. Bye. Bye, bye sweetheart. Bye, bye. Okay, she's bye. a nice girl. Yeah, she's fabulous. What a nice girl. And that the movie really does look really really good. Sounds good because it's 1940. That's when the world was civilized. All right, everybody. Everybody in the chat room, thanks so much. Woo. We'll talk to you later. Thank you very very much. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye bye. To Jimmy Stars, he'll dress you right. You'll feel like a star. We'll hook you up. Now you look sexy. Your game is tight. Gonna get laid.